Thanks for joining us today on CC and Doc Talk, where we talk about everything under the sun. You never know quite what you're going to get, but you'll always be entertained. Hello, and welcome to CC and Doc Talk. We are calling this episode the Cancer Hangover. That is a term that I heard a little while back, and it refers to sort of what happens after cancer treatment is over. And in my case, it would be what happens after cancer treatment is over and you've been identified as NED or no evidence of disease. Um, what I like to call cancer-free, but doctors hesitate to call it that. You might know it as remission. But there's this whole thing that happens after you've gone through treatment. And in my case, it was almost a year of treatment, chemotherapy, radiation, and two different surgeries. And for those of you who are just joining us, I was diagnosed with stage 3B rectal cancer in November of 2021, spent the whole of 2022 in cancer treatment, and now gratefully cancer-free. And Doc and I are now looking at the transition from that mode of being into a whole new mode of being. Plus we have a couple of other things going on in our world, such as we retired during this time. Um, mm -hmm. That was part of our plan anyway, to retire early, but we also did it because at that point, you know, cancer treatment sort of precipitated that and we decided life was too short. And so that was time. So what I'm gonna do is punt to Doc. And I, I, what, I, what I think we should just start out with is kind of a brain dump of like, what all are we referring to in our world when we talk about the cancer hangover? Like, why is it such a thing? It's interesting because I'm still stuck on the word hangover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have those other kind anymore. <laughs> uh, well, and I'm still under, trying to understand what do we mean by this concept? And, and so looking at how do we transition into what we would try to consider, you know, the new normal. I mean, you know, going from the survival of COVID, everybody's trying to come up with a new normal there, but then you got cancer on it. And now we have a new normal there. And then I, we, we retire and we got a new normal there. So, you know, you and I, I don't even know that, you know, that we can call anything, not only a normal, but even a new normal yet. Um, yeah. You know, we don't even know how to behave or who we are right now. And I don't know my role anymore. You know, at one point, you know, I was spending so much time at my job and on the road. And next thing you know is I'm home all the time and I'm helping as a care partner and doing a lot of the cooking and building of the fires and the groceries and, and all that. And next thing you know is you're now able to help. And I'm like, oh, I, so, you know, not only have I you know, lost my identity, you know, you know, because I'm no longer leaving, your job. <laughs> leaving my job, yeah. you know, because I was always known as that, you know, that, that corporate person, um, silly me. But no, it was, it was a great thing. And, uh, and now? And now I'm trying to, you know, just figure out what, you know, what do the days look like? And, you know, here's a great example. You know, we come home from a, a, just a trip up to Pueblo where we go for the follow-up doctor appointments. And when we're up there, we get a bunch of groceries. And this time, this last time we came back, and then in the last couple of trips that we've been on, we come back and you're like, no, I can help unload. Uh, unload the van and all the groceries and put them away and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. But I wouldn't have thought that you were in that position to just grab these bags and help because for so long, every time we came home from Pueblo, you always had some sort of bag hanging from you of some sort because of the <laughs> cancer treatment. Yeah. There's, you know, chemo bags or the ileostomy, 
There was always something. And <laughs> and so you would just get in the house and lay down. Or, or I just whatever, may not you know? have any energy, right? You didn't have the energy. Yeah. And, or you had cold sensitivity, so you couldn't be out there even if you wanted to. Right. And, and now all of a sudden you're like, no, I got that. And I'm like, and you're like, no, I got that. And I'm going to cook this and I'm going to do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And even the other night when I, when I said, hey, can you run upstairs and turn that light off before you sit down? I wouldn't have done that over the last year. Right. I would have just ran up because it would have been so much energy for you to run up the stairs and turn off the light. Right. So I'm trying to figure out asking for help, you know, the cooking side of things. You're now in the kitchen and I love it. I don't, you know, so I don't know what you're talking about with a hangover. I just need the hair of the hair of the dog to get over this. <laughs> well, and I think, I think too, you know, it's not, I, I think you could refer to it as, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be a cancer hangover. I think anytime a major life event happens, um, especially like catastrophic illness or potentially catastrophic illness, you know, that could qualify for a, you know, fill in the blank hangover, right? Or even, even, you know, corporate, corporatron hangover, you know, leaving your job hangover. And, you know, for me, I think too, it, um, you're, you're signaling media of something you want to interject there. I finally can relate it to something. So I didn't want yeah, to no, go. cut you off, no, go. but when we would do our programs at, around change management, the whole William Bridges model, right? You're cruising along and then all of a sudden something happens, something changes and you end up in this bewilderment zone. And we as humans don't do well in this bewilderment zone. We are, we wouldn't want to get to the new beginning quickly. So if it's this big, cavern that we have to, you know, traverse. If I'm using the right words there. I don't know. I'm trying to make this shit up as I go here, but I mean, you know, chasm. Oh, like a chasm. A big like chasm. we got to build a bridge. Yeah. We got a big chasm. Okay. Thank I'm you. with you. Or, or I look at it as more like the Grand Canyon, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, you, you look at the horizon and it all looks flat from a distance, but you get up and there's like, Whoa, okay. We got to go on a different journey here. So you go down into the Canyon and then back up the other side, you know, if you have to, you know, but you know, it's, it's, this bewilderment zone, you have to traverse that area separately and you can't just skip it. Yeah, right. You know, you can't just it's, go, it's hey, like, I'm going to skip over the Grand Canyon, right? right? You know, It's kind of like grief. You can't skip a stage and expect to be just fine no. tomorrow. Same with the bewilderment zone. You, you have to live there for a while. So is that what you mean by this? I guess maybe I, that's my... I, I think that's part of it. You know, there's also this sort of... Um, there's this kind of residual fatigue, and I don't necessarily mean physical fatigue. There's like a residual sort of mental fatigue, and I think you can relate no, to this. that relates to a hangover. Yeah, exactly. I'm, so I've heard. Right, you would know nothing about that. No. Which I think you can relate to the residual fatigue, if nothing else, from the standpoint of, um, of you know, your work world. So, you know, you leave your work world. I mean, it, it's, you're... you're still you know i'm sleeping right i think i'm catching up on so many years of sleep and i don't have anything that i have to get up in the morning for so i'm finding myself staying up later and sleeping in the mornings right so you have physical fatigue but i also think there's mental fatigue so for for instance in in my case so you know we, we went through all this treatment and you know we got the all clear which was a fantastic day and yet there's still surveillance, right? So that brings up that whole, you know, mental anxiety, you know, et cetera, piece from time to time. And, you know, you work really hard to stay centered and, 
And as um, most of our listeners know, you know, I went through a very mental, spiritual, metaphysical uh, journey along with my physical journey this last year. And, you know, and I am I'm continuing to work really, really hard at staying centered. But as we found out recently, you know, go and spend 53 days with family and you realize that when you're in your bubble, staying centered and even keel and, and it is really easy, but get into family dynamics and get, you know, and get change around the environment. Yeah. Change the environment and get change around the routine and all that. Yeah. Get around people again, just in general, get around people again. And it, it sort of throws you off balance because you, you know how to do it within your controlled environment. You don't know how to do it when the world's throwing things at you. And then the other piece of it for me is also, you know, I, I was so looking forward to going into 2023 being like completely healthy. And by that, I mean, still recovering in the sense of, you know, my, my semicolon, my last surgery, you know, I do have, I do have Lars lower anterior resection syndrome at the moment. Thankfully it's not as bad as some, um, and it's better than others. So we're still, yeah, we're still <laughs> feeling better because you're comparing to some other, somebody else's. Yeah. So, I mean, I still have some, I still have residual things from cancer that my body is still figuring out. That's an, that was an expectation, but you know, I really expected to go into 2023, 20, like super healthy and like, woohoo, you know, like ready to tackle the world. And right before the holidays, I ended up with a frozen shoulder or adhesive capsulitis, which most of you don't know because I haven't advertised it. And, and you look like Nemo. I, I do. <laughs> you get and, a little arm that you can. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like I can't lift my, I can't lift my arm. I can't stretch out my arm. I'm, you know, I'm in, you know, there's, it's painful. Um, I can't sleep. And I'm like, Holy shit, what happened to my health in here? From? And so all of a sudden it was like you find this yourself wave. angry? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, there there was definitely a time um at the beginning of the right at the beginning of the new year, I was like, this is not what I was expecting. I'm like really bummed about I this. I did the work last year, damn it. Yeah. I'm ready to move on and I like and I'm like, fucking cured. What the hell? Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean there there definitely was some anger there and I think it probably it crops up a little bit. Like, like I am so used to getting in the pool and just like swimming laps without even <laughs> thinking about it. And now I can't even like lift my left arm. So, and so, you know, now I'm doing my PT for, for, um, my, my physical therapy for my pelvic floor and my, my gimpy shoulder. And, and I'm just like, you know, and then I, you know, it was another MRI and another x-ray. And then we also had to get new health insurance this year because, you know, cause we, because. we're retiring. And, you know, we are not on Medicare yet. So that was yeah. a whole different thing. And then, and it made that so much more challenging because we had to cover every single base because I'm still in surveillance mode. So we had to make sure that the insurance covered each doctor, et cetera. So it's just this The administrative whole... side of this is still overwhelming. Relentless. Yeah. It is overwhelming. And, and I think that's the word. So, you know, when you think of hangover, I mean, okay, so let's talk hangover. So when you have a hangover... You're, Tell me what it's like. You're tired. You're, you know, probably queasy. You might have a headache. Um, you're super, you know, you're just kind of exhausted. You you're question, like, why the heck did I do that? Exactly. You're like, why did I do that? Or what did I do last night? You know, this is what I've heard anyway. And, and you, <laughs> you know, the whole, your whole body just, you know, kind of goes, Bleh. and so I think, it has a buzz I it. think it's just this whole idea of, and, 
And like you said, you know, you don't even know your role anymore. You know, you, you knew last year, you knew what to do, right? Yep. You, you knew you had to take care of me. I went you knew from you had being, to, re, yeah. you know, the, the corporate on to being the care partner. Right. And then all of a sudden now I have this other. Freedom. Now you don't know what the fuck. I don't, I'm like, whoa. Okay. Right. And I'm trying to be busy doing nothing, but there's so much of everything that needs to be done that, uh, you know, now we're trying to categorize that a little bit so that I'm not floundering every day with a little to-do list and then none of it gets done. But right. anyway, we're, we're figuring this out. It's, but I think it's a one day at a time thing. Well, and I think, you know, there are also so many things that I didn't get to do last year that now I'm, you know, I, uh, in my head, you know, my, my mind and my ego tell me I have to play catch up. Go, and, run, fast, get this done. And my heart and my body are like, no, you need to slow the fuck down and take one day at a time. Yeah. And then, you know, I also think that it's, it, we now have to go through a transition of communicating differently again, because, yeah. you know, we communicated in one way before cancer. And then last year we communicated in, in a bit of a different way because, you know, I, I was, had to ask. I was so much nicer to you. <laughs> I mean, I, well, and I had to ask, I had to ask for help, which isn't something I'm normally good at. So, you know, that was humbling. And yet I learned a lot from that. But now, you know, you have to be careful not to step in and do something while I'm trying to do it just because you're used to doing it. Mm -hmm. And I have to step back and remember that you're used to doing it. So it's okay for me to, to say, Hey, I've got this, you know, we just have to, we have to settle into a new communication style and, you know, insight timer, there's some courses on insight timer that have been super helpful, helpful with that insight timer is our favorite meditation and, um, and just sort of overall happy person app. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, there's just so much. And I, and I'm not saying that other people don't, don't, I, what, I think what I am saying is other people do end up in these spaces, right? Mm -hmm. Anything, anything that's traumatic that happens to you, anytime you have, um, you know, a major life event, you know, there, the, and, and I actually kind of love the term hangover. I just think it's super appropriate. Like, because there are some days when I'm like, you know, I am cancer free. I'm alive to thrive and I'm still tired. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, don't you feel I like that? I'm kind of, I'm still stuck on the hangover as a description for this, you know, cause there are days that you just feel like doing nothing. And then isn't, well, hangover is a good excuse to do nothing day, right? Right. Like, sometimes that's the only time people give themselves permission. Well, that's an interesting thing because going into this whole cancer thing, we've pretty much for the most part stopped drinking. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I should go have a drink and have a hangover and then I can just sit around and do nothing and I have a good reason for it. <laughs> you could try that. Yeah, that I have, I have a feeling it, it probably wouldn't take it much. It probably wouldn't take much. It wouldn't much. take much. Yeah. We, we yeah. haven't had, a, we haven't had a whole lot of alcohol in, in, in the last year. So I don't know. And that's an interesting change too. You know, yeah. talk about that bewilderment zone. What I realized was sitting on the back patio, I always like to have you know, the sunset glass of wine or a beer in my hand. And I'm just as happy having something else in my hand. And that would, could be a, a cup of hot tea or, or um, even just water sometimes. Mostly I like the, the hot tea or something. But it's, it didn't have to be a drink. And so there's been so much transformation that's happened this last year that I don't know what's permanent, what's real, what's going to stick. Right. Um, Me what too. do we want it to be? Right. And, and again, like you said, you know, we, we got a chance to be with family and all of a sudden, and it was wonderful. I mean, it was so wonderful to was. have that luxury. I loved it. 
And, and, but I also, for me, I realized again, you know, what are these old habits that just creeped right out? I mean, again, I, I mentioned on a previous podcast is, you know, my portion control was just <laughs> gone when you have all this good food available. You and right. I split when we're in a control environment, we split a meal, but when it's available, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I'm not splitting with you with this meal. Um, <laughs> so I don't know where are we going with this? What does this mean? Well, I, I just think that we have to be um, gentle on ourselves. Yeah, no what? I absolutely think that um, giving giving ourselves grace through this time is really important. And if you're somebody going through this, you know, grace. I, I love that statement. You know, give yourself grace. And you know, I do think that we have to give ourselves time. I mean, I am not even six months from my yeah. from my last surgery, and yet because and we've talked about this before. You and I have terrible work habits. We sometimes have. We sometimes get in that mode of. Everything is priority. Everything must be done now, you know, and, and we add many, many things to our to-do list and we create a lot of chaos in our world. And we were, we were forced last year mm -hmm. to not do that. So now that we're not being forced anymore, how do we keep some of those really good habits that we developed going now into the phase where we're no longer being forced to do it, but, but because we want to. And I know mm -hmm. for me, like, I just feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in such a better place now than I was pre-cancer, like mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. I've, I've said before, you know, going into cancer, I felt great physically. I felt great. I was in good shape. You know, we were exercising daily, et cetera, et cetera. But mentally, spiritually, metaphysically, you know, I was probably challenged by some things and I, you know, I, I had some frustrations. There were, there were some, some traumas. deep-seated anger that you were still. Yeah, there were some traumas that I was working through and even, and even, um, I don't know where my brain just, whoop, every once in a while that chemo brain slips back in. Anyway, yeah, to your point. So I, you know, there was a lot I was still kind of, that was still kind of stirring around in my head that I needed to get past. And I feel like, you know, I've made that, that step. I don't want to lose that progress. Like I don't want to go backwards. And I also, I also know that for my health, um, and to keep cancer away forever, ever, ever, and ever, um, that I need to continue on the path that I'm on now and be that more centered spiritual person. Um, because it's, it's just, it's so much better for me. So I think from, from your perspective, like what do you see that you want to, maybe, maybe this is that whole keep doing, start doing, stop doing. Well, that would be a good thing to do with this right now. I, I experienced something today for the first time, and it was really cool. I had some, some work stuff that I had to do this, this morning, and I, 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 I kind of, uh, some actual client stuff that came up this morning. So let's just say, no, let's just say, to the new part. let's just say that as of this week, we are now semi-retired, but that's, a, that's a whole different podcast. Go for it. <laughs> um, as soon as I, I wanted to get the, the proposal out the door, and as soon as I did, I had a blank slate for what else needed to be done today. There were some things that I wanted to get done. We had a, a hot tub that needed to be drained and, and refilled after be, being gone so long. And, and, but I went out there, and it was taking longer to drain, and, and you were still doing things, and, and we needed to get a walk-in or wanted to get a walk-in. And, and I went, you know, well, if the hot tub doesn't get drained today or doesn't get cleaned and refilled today, oh well. And so you kept asking me, what's on my plate today? And it was some of the first times that I'm like, 
nothing. I don't have anything this afternoon that's on my agenda to get done. Because we've now designated Sunday as Project Day and Monday as Admin Day. So because we've done that, I didn't have to do any of it today. Now tomorrow and the next day might be all hell to pay as we're trying to get through all of our <laughs> projects that we've that we haven't done. And coming and back after, admin, yeah, and coming back after a fifty-three day road trip, yeah, seven was a little over seven weeks on the road. Yeah. Uh, the re-entry and the paperwork is a little and again. And we're thrilled to be home. Oh, I love. We were I love being to, on the road. Yeah. I love being with family, and yeah. I love being home. So, yeah. so you so you experienced today the ability to walk away from from what would normally be to do items or things that, you know, stay on your mind. And so you experience the ability today to walk away and go, you know what? I can deal with that tomorrow. Like yeah. manana. Well, because literally we have it designated as, you know, Sunday is project day and Monday is going to be admin day. Right. And so I'm like, nope, I don't have to do it today. Nope. That, that's going to happen on Monday. I don't have to start tackling that today. So I didn't feel like my energy got dispersed or spread real thin trying to get stuff done. I just allowed it to just be today. You had a few things on the agenda, and I'm like, okay, I can help with that. Sure, I yeah. can do that, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was super nice to be in that place. Yeah, yeah. You know, something else that comes to mind in terms of this cancer hangover, and I don't know, maybe maybe the more appropriate term is, you know, life after cancer, because it does change you, is, you know, I'm finding myself in this space right now where I have, there, there are certain creative things that I really want to be doing mm -hmm. and I don't, and I don't want to get back into that mode of always doing the to-do list items before I do the, the things that really feed my soul. And in doing those things, I'm also looking at, you know, how do I give back to the cancer community? Like how do I, what, what information and knowledge and experience have I gained over the last year and, and how should I share that with others? Should I be sharing that with others to help them on their path? And if so, what does that look like? And so that takes, that takes some of my time too. Like mm -hmm. I'm just like, and then there's the whole idea of, you know, thinking to myself, you know, I am lucky enough to be cancer free today. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that so many other people aren't that lucky. And rather than getting caught up in the, the swirl of guilt, that that could oh, create, yeah. you know, that survivor's guilt yep. is to find a way to channel that into something that's useful and meaningful. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do think that's p part of this whole thing is so you're feeling a calling of, of being able to do something related to this cancer journey and giving back and, and whether it's, you know, to help others. Cause it, cause every journey is so individualized. I am. And, and to recognize that. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah. The, and, and the challenge of course is, what does that look like? Like, what is that? How, how, how will that manifest? And being patient. Because it doesn't need to be solved tomorrow. Well, no, and, because we're doing projects. So right. We can't, exactly. You know? we can't. Tomorrow's project day. Um, tomorrow's not a thinking day. Well, and because I am a person with ideation, so I have, I have a million ideas on how to do that, but I don't want to go out and chase 20 rabbits. You know, what I'd like to do if is be still. Two rabbits, both will get away. That's right. Say that one more time because I think if it was you talking chase, to me. If you chase two rabbits, both will get away. Right. So I don't want to go chasing 20 rabbit ideas on how to... on how to. Thank you for clarifying. They're just ideas. Right. Okay. How to contribute to the cancer community or give back to the cancer community. And, and, and because I'd, what I'd rather do is, is be able to be still and have that answer come to me. But then there's always that part of me that goes, but if I wait too long, I'm like, if you wait too long, what? Like, so what? You'll what? Be, if, it's, so it's just that it's that 
It's that mindset. It's those old habits. It's that old loop tape that you have to get rid of. And I think, you know, because we're no longer in survival mode, which is literally what we were in all year last year, because we're in survival mode, it's so important not to go backwards. Yes. Into, you know, back into, you know, monkey mind swirl mode and go forward into purposeful, meaningful, you know, doing things that fulfill your soul and provide you joy mode. Well, and again, at the expense of sometimes making these a little bit longer, we did experience something this week because we had an opportunity for some client work. And next thing you know is we had to put a proposal together. And in that process, the there was a little bit of anxiety that surfaced that we would then immediately just go right back into corporate behaviors. And, and I did experience some of that. I'm like, oh, you know, if I just go back into working with clients, it's a known, it's easier for me than staying over in this bewilderment zone. I'd rather be, you know, doing what I do best with clients than trying to figure out who the heck I am these days. And so Chicken. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'll take this gig. I'm going to put together a proposal and I'm going to spend the next three days working on it, you know? And you're like, what? You know? <laughs> And I'm like, are um, and we, you did, are and, we, and we sure? did question it yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. So I think it was an eye opener to go through the process wondering, you know, were we being tested or do we really want to still do some of this work? Right. And I, I, I think, tell, I mean, I still want to do some of it. I don't want to do it, it you know, full time. Hours a day. Right. And I think we made the right decision. And I also think as a result of that, we, we did a lot of, you know, really serious conversations and soul searching around it to make sure that that we pick the clients that we want to work with and that yeah. we make it a very limited number so like two is the number yeah. that we've decided two to clients. work with per okay year, so i have my summary for our conversation here sure is to be really aware of where there's gravitational pull in your life pulling you towards things and where you don't have a choice cancer treatments and where you do have choices, is that where you want to be pulled? And when you're being pulled and the vortex is pulling you pretty hard, you know, such as, you know, whatever the client work, um, or, you know, me getting in your way in the kitchen or whatever it is to say, is this, is this who I am? Is this the best use of my time? Is this where I want to be, you know, spending energy? And, and if it's not to be able to, you know, do you have the freedom, at least mentally, to be the observer, to step back and, and go, gosh, wake up here. I can change course. Yeah. I can change course, you know, and, and, you know, you are going to have to do a change course right now because you were thinking you were going into 2023 without any physical ailments and feeling good. <laughs> and now your shoulder's frozen. Well, you know, I mean, you can get a little resentful, a little anger and, but all of a sudden, you have to change course again right, right now. Right. So the gravitational pull is is pulling you, but how you deal with it is then a choice. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that was very eloquently put, and I think it's a good, I think that's a good note to to end on. You know, we, we, we really do choose our attitude, but, you know, life is all about choices, as Doc is so famous for saying life is about choices. Yeah, the and, definition of life is choices. And every day we have choices to make. And you know, last year or the meaning of life. Meaning of life choices. is choices, right? Choices. I mean last year we chose life and this year I'm gonna continue to choose life. Yay, I'm excited. 
and, and we're also going to choose ourselves and we're going to choose joy and we're going to choose. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. It's not always easy. And so all of us are a work in progress. And I think that's, that's where I would leave this is it's okay to be a work in progress. Aren't we always? Yeah. One all right. step at a time. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day or evening or whatever's in front of you. Thanks for tuning in to CC and Doc Talk. We'd love for you to follow us on social media at CC and Doc. That's C-C-N-D-O-C. And you can visit our website at ccndoc.com. We also take monthly donations to support this broadcast if you're so inclined. We'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, and questions, and we'll do our best to respond. Thanks, and have a fantabulous day.